And that's some of the news for Monday, July 4th, 2022. The news was produced with Linda Perry. I'm the engineer. And for the next half hour, we'll be taking your calls. Um, and our number here for the next half hour, we'll give you an opportunity to talk back to the news. What is happening behind the news? What, uh, 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 how do we do it? Where do we get the stories? How do we figure out what to write, how, what not to write? These interesting stories. It wasn't, um, you know, the it was pretty intense. Another shooting. I mean, the United States is being known all over the world uh, by by its guns, and you know, umpa bans in Germany, uh, pasta in Italy. Um, you know, okay, England has bangers, and here in the United States, we got guns. And how did it come to be like that? It's a question that. Uh, I'm curious to know the answer to because it seems like it's just been getting worse and worse, but maybe I missed something. I don't know. Um, and then, of course, then we talked about what happened in Akron, Ohio, yet another case involving guns as well. 90 bullets. Why do they need to fire 90 bullets, especially since they captured a guy alive just a few days before who killed two cops in a shootout in Michigan? Uh, but if you're a black person, forget it. Uh, they just come down and open fire with a hail of bullets as if you were Don John Dillinger, uh, public enemy number one. And yet uh, the gun, yeah, it was found. But by the way, a gun, you can't <laughs> – this is a country where every like everybody outside of New York City, outside of a few places, everybody owns a gun. And I'm not going to even attempt to figure out how many people own a gun in New York. They hide them pretty well if they do. But everywhere else, people don't bother hiding them. They carry them around. They keep them in their car. They keep them everywhere. They're like guns are everywhere. The entire country is flush with guns. It's part of the culture of the country. People carry them in their purse, in their backpack, in their trunk of their car in the glove compartment of their car in their next to their bed underneath their bed you name it i you know i've traveled this country backwards and forwards and uh, there's guns on the walls guns on the, over the fireplace guns everywhere and yet uh you know they suddenly say he had a gun as you know he had a gun who doesn't have a gun in america um so uh 90 bullets remember the 41 shots here in New York, 41 shots. People warned us these automatic weapons would do that, right? And uh, and then Sonny Barger. I mean, it's, I don't know if that fits in with the BAI uh, self-image, but uh, we are uh, have our roots in a lot of ways back in the 60s and 70s. And these were the people who, uh, who were, like it or not, were part of that. And uh, I found I was actually somewhat honored to talk to this guy because he's well-liked and well-respected. Um, I had a friend who... Um, worked at a, a club, a nightclub, and was actually worked there during the day, would set up with, a, with the person who set up the place for the parties that occurred that night, and she never really stayed around for the parties at night, and one afternoon she was setting up uh, the scenery for the uh, for a Hell's Angels party, and some of the angels showed up, and she said they came over to her, and, and uh, she couldn't reach a light bulb that was on the ceiling, and one of the angels took her by the ankles and lifted her up straight up so she could... Uh, change the light bulb. She told me she thought they were gentlemen and really uh, liked them from the experience she had. Of course, other people have had different experiences. Uh, there was one of the things in that book he writes about uh, in one of the three books that, that uh, Sonny Barsher has written uh, that uh, – uh, well, anyway, we'll leave it to you. There's so much to say. And we have calls coming in. That's why I'm saying that. We have calls coming in, and I could tell you tons of stories about Sonny Barsher if you want. But uh, – just to say that uh, it is part of our culture, and he was—he's changed a lot. 
he really had uh, he had changed a lot. When I talked to him, he really uh, was disgusted by the war in Iraq, and felt that the um, he was angry. I didn't put that in there, but he was very angry that he was put on a no-fly list and wasn't allowed to fly airplanes for a long time, um, or had to get double checked and before they allowed him on the plane and everything. And he said, "Why are they treating me like a terrorist? I didn't blow up the World Trade Center." And uh, he felt that the government was wrong. You know these. Uh, Patriot Act was wrong. He also believed that drugs should be legalized. Um, unfortunately, uh, like a lot of Americans, he suffers from uh, some problems. As a lot of as everybody I've ever been in America suffers from certain problems and how they get along with other people of different ethnicities, races, and religions, and and we have to deal with that. Uh, you can't just fool around with things like America suffers from certain problems and how they get along with other people of different ethnicities, races, and religions, and and we have to deal with that. Uh, you can't just fool around with things like that. So here it is: two one two two zero nine two eight seven seven, and you are on the radio. Welcome to WBAI. Hi, are you on? There is a delay, so remember, it's a few seconds delay. Don't listen to your radio. You have to listen to uh, the phone and listen to the pickup. Again, 212-209-2877, 212-209-2877, if you want to be on the air. You're on the radio? Hmm. Hello. Oh, hi. Question or comment? Put- first of all, what's your first name? Where are you calling from? Uh, my name's Steve. Mm-hmm. Can you, are you on the air now? Yeah, you're on the air. And where are you calling from? Uh, calling from Rockaway Beach. Mm-hmm. Question uh, or comment? Just this. Last Wednesday and Thursday, two things happened that I think WBAI listeners want to pay some attention to. Namely, we surrendered 200 square miles, not 200 acres, 200 square miles, even a single square mile is a lot of territory, to uh, the private oil plunderers. That was done by Joseph Biden. After he said explicitly during the campaign, one of those rare times when a question was allowed to actually reach him, and he mumbled out the answer, no drilling on public land, period, that was caught on tape and can be heard. He lied. The very next day... Where is this land? Can you tell me where this... It the 1st of July. Where? He appointed a new federal judge from uh, West Virginia. And uh, that federal judge is a Republican, a right-wing Republican, in some special uh, understanding that was reached between Biden and and Mitch McConnell. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason I'm stating yes. this right. I was going to ask that question. this is an <laughs> affirmation uh-huh. that Joseph Biden was the number one most right-wing hmm. of all the more than 20 candidates who wanted to represent the Democratic Party. Why do you think the they went with him? November 2020 election. The why most th- right-wing. Yeah. yeah, why do you think they the went with him? the one whose political action committees were most packed with big, big money. Why do you from think they went oil, with him? From the biggest uh, banks. Can we have a conversation? Sir, can we, I, I, I like what you're saying, but can we have a conversation? I want to ask you some questions. Why do you think they went with him? You have to speak a little louder. I'm why do you think? I can see that. Said. Okay, so put your ear to the phone, and why do you think they chose him then? 
uh, because most people will unfortunately buy what advertising reaches them. And that's what PAC money is all about. It's called indoctrination. Mm-hmm. Why did a much better? Can I ask? I want to stop you there. Okay, I get it. I'm, I'm, population. I'm sorry. We have to go on to a lot of other callers, sir. We have a lot of other callers. Hang on. Hitler. Hi. Whoop. I know. I want to have a conversation. We have other callers, so I have to. Well, there's a lot there I wanted to unpack, but we're not allowed to do that because we have to have a conversation. Uh, hello, you're on the radio. Welcome to W. Hello. Hello. Hi, you're on the air. Because you did a mm-hmm. uh, few days ago about, and you kept saying that it would mean that people could openly carry if they are concealed. Carry. The law would allow open carry of guns. In other words, you shouldn't be, ne- the Supreme Court seems to believe we should go back to the Old West uh, where you can carry a gun openly on your hip and everybody can see you and therefore it's an honorable way of carrying a gun and you don't need a Everything permit. Everything I've read has said concealed carry. Mm-hmm. I believe it's open. But what do I know? I, I have to admit to you, I've never carried a gun in my damn life. I wouldn't know a gun from the inside of a horse uh, Everything <laughs> carriage. Everything I've read, <laughs> they were ruling about concealed carry. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think we already got that. I think they were talking about that it would be legal to just walk around with it in your on your hip, but uh, does it really make a difference? What's the difference? It does make a difference. What? How is it uh, different? With, with people walking around with guns, you wouldn't know who had one and who didn't. How is that different than what it is killed. like now? That's what it is now. You can't. You don't know if anybody's carrying a gun or not in the subway or well, streets or anything. It is at least illegal. So <laughs> that hasn't stopped anybody. Hopefully, they are not. If they are detected accidentally, you know, Mm -hmm. they don't want to be. If they are detected carrying a concealed carry gun when it's illegal, then they get Mm -hmm. into trouble. Or they did. We'll have to look into this more carefully. But uh, the last thing I heard, I thought it it would have been legal under the Supreme Court ruling to carry a gun as long as people could see it on your belt. Well, we're going to see that. I'm going to leave that. We're going to look into that. We'll look into that. Thank you very much, caller. I'm going to definitely look into that. All right. And maybe someone can help us answer that question. You're on the radio. Welcome to WBAI. Hello, Paul. Can you hear me? Yes. Hi, this is Reggie um, in Bedford-Stuyvesant. Mm-hmm. Maybe a listener to WBAI since 78 or 79. Cool. And um, I used to listen to your to your show, Let Them Talk, mm-hmm. uh, uh, that used to come on at night, I think, 1.30. Yep. Um. I, for me, um, right now, uh, the most dangerous issue that I think in my lifetime is this war that uh, with the with the proxy war, uh, the Ukrainian mm-hmm. proxy war, and um, mm-hmm. I'm just really uh, disturbed mm-hmm. by the. Um, I have. I don't know. I'm not. A, I'm not a journalist, but um, I, I do keep up on different platforms, and um, mm-hmm. the level of censorship around this is the worst I have ever seen uh-huh. for any issue in my lifetime. I mean, it, it, it seems like there's a lot of third third rails around this particular issue. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I appreciate what you all do on BAI um, for radio, but, um, you know, I mean, really, I mean, this is the first issue I've ever seen where um, broadcast uh, television is hopeless, including Democracy Now!, and um you know radio, this is can i everybody is chilled can i say this this, this what makes this a very difficult issue and what politics it's not there is this weird it's not a um, to use it it's not a black and white issue all right, right. it's not a black white issue because one russia and I, I, I and it had no right to go in there in the first place number one no matter what their fears right number two once the u.s started pouring tons of yeah. weapons into it it shifted it into more like a vietnam situation and so the thing is we have to be nimble and realize that the same war might be in one circumstance might be the u.s is right or at least ukraine is right and in another circumstance russia is right in this case it, they're both imperialist powers so often what they say about each other is true <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And and so, you know, it depends on which one you want to back. But I think in this situation, it started out, I started out believing this was unfair. What was happening to Ukraine, whatever, you know, they were doing, whatever. They were in a sphere of influence. And these, the Russians were bullies. And we were going to go in there and bully them like the U.S. bullied El Salvador and Nicaragua and Venezuela and all these countries. It's in their sphere of influence. And I don't see anything you know, people praise Putin, but he's a guy who's extremely conservative and right wing and definitely sure. has no respect for Lenin or anything that the Soviet Union stood for. And there's nothing like that in Russia today. I mean, Russia today is a hardcore right wing country, religious, yeah. very religiously oriented. So it's not like, you know, but at the same time, the United States takes the cake as the most aggressive country in the last hundred years, at least. And... um and and uh, to start pouring modern weapons into this cauldron of war when there's nuclear weapons, there's only one way out of this, and it's got to be a negotiated settlement. And I, they I, better start I, talking or else the world's going to go down the tubes. I 100% agree with you, and this is the first time in my life where you and me agree agree with Henry Kissinger. You, 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 you saw Henry Kissinger's uh, speech at Davos where Henry Kissinger doesn't want this uh, to go on. Um, Pope Francis doesn't want this to go on. Uh, Chomsky says there's no negotiation. It is the, it is the, it is, it is the weirdest thing where, um, you know, Kissinger is saying that, you know. That, yeah. that well, I have to say this. Go- I I I am I I don't deny that he's a wise man, but it's hard for me to say anything nice about a guy who's re- responsible for the murders of Kent State. And- I know all the places, but it is just it's just so strange. But what really disturbs me the most, mm. um, there is no pushback from the elected Democratic Party. No, they're going for it 100%, every one of them. I don't care who it is. It's like, you know, Eric Adams. You know, I, mean, I don't know. I haven't heard from AOC, but even she, oh, I think. Thing. Same thing. You know, same it's thing. terrible. But and, we're just, and, and, this and is how Vietnam started, right? Because of all people is Rand Paul. And I don't agree with Rand Paul on almost anything. 
I know, but okay. Rand Paul knows that he's a libertarian. And the problem with libertarians is they tend to be like Sonny Barsher, you know. But at the same time, uh, you know, I'm a social libertarian. I mean, I think that uh, people should have a right sure. to do things that don't hurt other people. I don't uh, bemoan him that. But the rest of this politics I can't stand. But, you know, he sees a, a reduction in the rights of, of white Americans yeah. of his class coming out of this. He must be worried about that. So what will yeah. happen to the rest of the people? All right, let me go on. Thank you for sure. your call. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Very interesting. All right, 212-209-2877, and welcome to WBAI. You're on the radio. Yes, Paul. Uh, happy happy July 4th. Mm-hmm. Two well, thank things you. You I think with us on the so-called liberal side never do is we never celebrate heroic things in our heroes. We're just passing the birth of the country. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the conservatives say, yes, conservative values and all that other nonsense. Mm-hmm. Well, at the Continental Congress, 1st, 2nd, 3rd of July, you know, 1776, it's the liberals who prevailed, the liberals in their time. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, the first vote that they took, Dickinson of Pennsylvania, aligned with the crown, didn't vote for succession. And, of course, New York, New York, the great liberal supposed city, you know, state, they also didn't go for to, to become independent of England, but they changed the next day. Did that. But. This was a liberal revolution in its time 250 years ago, and the conservatives, of course, take credit for that. Mm-hmm. Another historical thing, 1863, Battle of Gettysburg, tumultuous moment in our history. Mm-hmm. Who, was the, who were the guys in the gray? The guys fighting for the slave owners, okay? No doubt about it. Who were the guys in blue? Our guys, the heroes, 100,000 of them. Is this even even recognized by the so-called left anymore? About well, moments like that in our history. Uh, yeah, I've had this discussion. I don't. Th- I think people don't. Uh, you know, I I had the uh, opportunity of interviewing Robert O. Paxton, who's one of the great uh, historians of our time, and uh, he. Uh, I last said to him, "Don't people learn from history?" And he like laughed at me, and I said, "Why are you laughing at me?" And he goes. Nobody learns from history. Every generation has got to face the same things that happened and make their own decisions. You know, some people in some histories, you know, the Nazis uh, win and Germany uh, goes Nazi. And in other histories, it looks like uh, the German people are trying, desperately trying to tell the Americans to not make the same mistakes they did. And where is the idea of euthanizing people because of supposed defects? That came from the United States and the Rockefeller Foundation. All that kind of stuff. USA, USA, right? I'm afraid so. I'm afraid you're right. But But, all right, what can you do? Well, what what can I do the best we can? Hope the station stays around for a while. And uh, when will war and peace be done? A couple more weeks? Uh, I'm not sure. You have to. Uh, I haven't been following it. It's a big book. I have a copy of it at home, but I have never tried to rewrite it as much as I like Russian uh, fiction. History and culture, God forbid. Thanks for doing that. All right, great. All right. Thank you, caller. And you're, uh, you're, we're on WBAI, and our number is... Oh, by the way, I got a... Uh, see, here's a... Uh, let's see what I got here on the gun thing. All right, so let's see. Um, 
Um, uh, let's see. It's a concealed gun that the Supreme Court says one can carry in public. The United States Supreme Court has struck down a New York gun safety law, which requires people to show proper cause to get a license to carry a concealed handgun outside the home, delivering a major win for Second Amendment advocates. The court ruled that ordinary citizens have a right to arm themselves in public for self-defense. New rules being rushed through an emergency session of the legislature would allow many more gun owners to apply for a license to carry a concealed weapon. Meanwhile, New York's getting ready to go around the recent U.S. Supreme Court decision by making schools and subways and Times Squares and other areas no gun zones, so by making it more difficult to obtain a permit to carry a gun. This is what people tell me. During the height of uh, the days of, um, during the height of um, uh, the Bloomberg stop and frisk, people would just leave their guns at home, and then if they got in a dispute with somebody, they'd just go home, get the gun, and then come back and shoot them. So... I don't know, you know, stop and frisk didn't really stop anything either. So um, that's my problem is that guns are everywhere in America. There's 400 million of them. It's part of our culture. It is a right in the Constitution, Second Amendment. And uh, I don't think we're, we're going to be seeing like the old West where people are just going to be carrying them on their hip all the time everywhere they go in a holster. And uh, and uh, as they do in a lot of places already in this country, and uh, that's just going to be the way it is. And uh, we're going to have to uh, people say everybody's going to kill each other. I wonder. We're going to see what happens. You know, a lot of gun-carrying states are superficially, anyway, very, very polite places, right? Very interesting to me. You're, we have a lot of calls coming in. I have one, two, three, four, five, six calls. You're on the radio. Hello? Hey, Paul. Hey. Hey, it's Russ. Hey, Russ, question or comment? Uh, comment. Why did Biden get elected? Because he's a warmonger, a corporate shill, and he hates women. Okay. Well, I think he got elected. I mean, a lot of leftists supported him, including the Revolutionary Communist Party, of all people, because uh, their fear that Trump was a Nazi. Well, you know, that's why I They really believe that. I mean, they didn't like, you know, they were acting on that. Trump was no Nazi. He's a It doesn't matter. People were acting on it. Okay. You want to know why I voted for him? I'd never vote for him again. Because he's deconstructing society. Look at what happened. The Fourth of July. We're celebrating these rights. To keep and bear arms under the Second Amendment. It's a well-regulated militia. We're all part of a well-regulated militia. And, you know, then they steal our right to control our reproductive lives. Hey, Paul, you look at the Ninth Amendment. Have you looked at the Ninth Amendment? Yes, it says that all the rights that are not attributed to the uh, uh, that, that the public uh, reserves all the rights that aren't mentioned in the right. Constitution itself. Nothing that we enumerate here is to deny or disparage any rights. Now, those liars on the Supreme Court, okay, they know the truth. They're criminals. There is no government anymore. We, the people, have to get in the street. And that's why I voted for Trump, because he's deconstructing the bull in the china shop. He's destroying ah, The bull in the china shop. The problem is, is that... Uh uh, he's a fascist. Is the problem? You just can't get around that fact. Yes, he's a fascist. He's a fascist. Fascist. He is, he is destroying the fascist fascist culture we've come to accept, oh. and it's mission accomplished. He's, I'll tell you he's super. Uh, he's super. He's super. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, supercharging it. You get me? Well, then people like yeah, he, uh, Nick Fuentes, you know, support Trump. 
listen, you know what, he's a Shakespearean tragedy, Trump. He brought on his own demise. He'll never get back in there because of these three clowns that he put in. And another reason they're in, because they got rid of the filibuster. These three jerks wouldn't be in there without the filibuster being gone. And you know about Sonny Barger? One more thing. Sonny Barger, he was a FBI informant, wasn't he? I, he didn't tell me that. No, he wouldn't tell you that, but he got out of jail a number of times. But it did make he did me want 10 to get years. out my, Well, I'm, I never did any time in a prison. But it, it made me want to get my 71 Triumph Bonneville out, put my 45 caliber in my belt, and go out for a ride. That's Thanks not, a lot, All right, except they wouldn't use one of those. Fuzz. All right, you're on the radio. Go ahead. You're on the radio. Hello? You're on the air. I guess not. You're on the radio. Hello? Hello, you're on the air. Hello? You're on the air. We're going through these lighting. They're all lit up. You guys were calling and then dropping off. Hello, you're on the air. You're on the radio. Hello. Hi. Welcome to WBAI. Where are you calling from? What's your name? Where are you calling from? I'm calling from, my name is Kevin. I'm calling from Staten Island. Mm-hmm. And your question or comment about the news? I'm uh, calling about Paul's uh, description of uh, the Hells Angels at Altamont. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Yes. Oh, is he on the air? Am I in the air now? Yeah, you're on the air right now, and I'm Paul. Oh, this is, I'm sorry, Paul. I, I was listening to the radio. Yes. Anyway, Don't I, listen to I, the radio. I, That's what everybody was doing. That's why they, they got didn't get on. Oh, I just turned it off. All right. <laughs> sorry. Anyway, the reason I'm, I'm calling is because when you describe what happened at Altamont, I'm just wondering if you had seen the film, Give Me Shelter. Yes. Well, if you had seen the film, you would see the man that was coming to the stage had a three fifty-seven Magnum that he fired once into the ground. That's when the Hells Angel turned around and stabbed him with the knife. That's what... Uh, I didn't play film, the entire right? interview, but that's what Sonny told me two times. Two, two, I interviewed what? him twice over the years, and he told me that story twice. Well, it's in the film. You can see all the... Yeah, yeah. I, I, the thing was uh, about Altamont is that they were drunk. They were drinking like fish. Who, wait, who, who was drunk? All the angels were drunk, all right? They would f- f- somehow... You don't know that. You yes, know I know that. it was that they were drunk, all right? I know Jerry Garcia, too. I talked to Jerry Garcia. I, I don't, I don't all think right? you were Dave, Jerry Garcia out. bought the beer. Were you in Al- at Altamont? No, but I know Jerry Garcia, and I know Barger, and I talked to both of them. And they didn't say that the Hells Angels. No, were they drunk. said that it was bad vibes because they were drinking. I don't think any Hells Angel ever said that. No, well, I think so. They drink a lot. All right, so you don't think the Hells Angels don't drink, and they weren't drinking that? Uh, you can see plenty of pictures Paul, of them guzzling beer. Say that. Don't don't attribute to me things I didn't say. Well, what you, what didn't you say? That I attributed to you. I didn't say anything about anyone drinking. Like, I did. You know I didn't say you did. I, I said I, know, I did. How do you know that? Because I talked to them. And they told you they were all drinking? They were drinking. They were drinking. So they were drinking. I think everybody was drinking there. <laughs> Maybe anyway, that was the problem. Story, your story is incomplete. See the film and study All right. I, okay. <laughs> all right. Why does it need to see? That's one of those iconic things, you know, was uh, Meredith Hunter, did he shoot a gun before he was stabbed to death, or was he just a black guy who got stabbed to death? All right. You're on the radio. No, you're not. You're on the air. Go ahead. You have to turn down your phones, guys. Turn down your radios, I mean, before you pick up your phones. You're on the air. 
Hello? Hi. You're on. Go for it. Yeah. Question. um, Was it just a coincidence that um, Magic Carson was was a black guy? I never thought that's the what the, at the issue and the, the angels get mad about it. that's exactly what he gets mad about he says no it wasn't because he was a black guy it was because but you know two questions I didn't cover in that interview that I asked him one why did you wear the Nazi swastika stuff when you went around on your motorcycles in the 60s and uh-huh. he says because it, he, I can't say the word but because it pees off people like you is what he said to me uh-huh. <laughs> that's why he said that and he doesn't anymore he didn't anymore anyway after that. And the other thing uh, I asked, you know, it's funny, he mellowed a lot. I, he might get mad if he was like, he'll strike me down from wherever he is, which is probably if he's a hell's angel, I think he's down there, right? Um, but uh, uh, he mellowed. He said that, uh, you know, the whole, you know, the, you can't back down and uh, that you uh, have to fight everybody at the drop of a hat and all that it was more of the youthful Sonny Barger. Right, right. Yeah, Paul, it's, it's kind of interesting that uh, your evolution over the years with BAI. Mm-hmm. You know, back when you had your show, Let Them Talk. Uh-huh. You know, some people affectionately, I, I don't know if it was affectionately or not, referred to you as uh, Paul Potts. <laughs> <laughs> and then your your buddy, Dana. Mm-hmm. You know, who was all hot about uh, Marinol. Marinol. I began. I began. Yeah, I began. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever happened to him? He's still around. He's been on a few times. I've had him okay. on. Uh, he was on just a few weeks ago. I had him on a couple of weeks ago. Right, right, right. Yeah, but it's, you know, I was glad when you kind of came back. You know, you were gone for a while. Yeah, I was working in the real world. Eventually, real you know, world. once in a while, you know, I had kids. I had to, you know, help my kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. You, you Do you have any contact with, um, what's her name, Linda Perry? Yes, she's my boss. Yeah. Could you please ask her to stop putting on Christine Blasdale? Yeah, you should I, ask yeah, her yourself. It's become she's listening Christine, right now. It's become the Christine Blasdale Network. <laughs> well, sometimes, we're desperate. we got to make money. We're going We're two months behind. That, become. Are you a member? That I hear in the morning when I get up, I hear it at, at 11 o'clock or 2 o'clock. It's mm. like, oh, my God. <laughs> it must be successful. All right. Yeah, I, I don't want to talk about that. that. All right, thank you very much. West Coast Lesbo. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much. Bye-bye. All right, I can't really get into all that stuff. You know, people do what they have to do in this very difficult world. One more call, and then we're going to play a little music and go out. You're on the radio. Hello? Oh, I guess not. We also have a good number of these calls. They don't wait. You have to be patient. And also, you can't listen to the... um, to the radio while you're on the phone. You have to listen because we do have delay. So anyway, I'm going to play a little bit of music and then we're going to transition to the next show. So stay tuned. You've been listening to WBAI New York.
we are not quite ready for that. So let me give you a hang on one second. That is the next show. It's coming up. Uh, and uh, we're looking forward to hearing from Mimi and Ken. But we have to wait about 20 more seconds because I want to get it right on the dot. So I will just say thank you all for tuning in this afternoon. It was a wonder always becoming a being an engineer and taking your calls and doing all the wonderful things at BI and talking to New York City, beloved New York City and the whole world via 